It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to another NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. It's Mark here with Ryan and Ryan, we're in week eight already, mate. It's uh, it's flying by, but you know how they say time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm having fun anymore, mate. I'm ready to jump off this ride. <laughs> I was going to say, who Hello, are these Mark. weirdos that are having fun at this point? <laughs> I think they call them Cleary owners. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I saw one guy in our group got like almost 1,100 and I was like, I was strongly considering the possibility I might not get 700 this week. <laughs> it's not a good time. So, mate, alas, we move on. And, um, mate, we've uh, got something a little bit different this week, a new segment uh, that we just, you know, it was inspired uh, by our, uh, <laughs> by one of our mem- group members complaining about Anus Crichton on our Facebook group. So, um, Ryan, we've got here, we've got Pride and Punishment, uh, which is going to sit a little bit of a laugh to start us off. Where, uh, you know, obviously, uh, I'll, I'll admit I, I pinched it from uh, another podcast that does American football that I like, where they uh, make fun of people's names or, or, or you know, do, do good things as well to, uh, you know, ba- based on a pun. So, for example, instead of James Tedesco, I think you said this one, Flames Tedesco instead. He's on fire. <laughs> Absolutely. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. I had a good week. Yeah. Or uh, instead of Kurt Mann, he's uh, Kurt Child instead now. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got a couple of good ones here. Uh, Matthew Lippiat-Sidman's gone to the trouble of commenting every single one he could think for in the same week to ensure that we never do this again because he's used every single one of them in the NRL this week. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one's probably a bit appropriate for uh, for this week, Harry Flushton. Yeah, he has been flushed, hasn't he? He's flushed straight down the toilet. And Billy Falters isn't far behind him either. So he's uh, he's on for another 20-minute hooker stint, never to be seen again. What about uh, Chris Blandle? Oh, that's that's going to be a sore spot for a lot of people, I think. <laughs> or... Uh, he he gave me he said he put one in there Tommy Starkey which is some, apparently some sort of Beatles reference I don't really I'm too young for the Beatles if anyone knows who who that is what what that uh, apparently is Ringo Starr's real name or something I don't know okay yeah Oops. who knows yeah one for the old people that listen to the podcast what about <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gary Plant instead of Harry Grant no that that makes him sound like he's slow that's not good yeah he went well. Got to try. Yeah, chappy. Come on, mate. Sort it out. Must have said about, that in the first uh, half when he was doing nothing. Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. What about Matt Borrington? <laughs> <laughs> or Matt Hurton? Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Matt Hurton. Yeah. A lot of people hurting. In, <laughs> or Flat Burton. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting absolutely hammered. Poor Matty. <laughs> And uh, instead of Billy Smith, it's Billy Myth. <laughs> he is a myth. He's gone. He's not even sure he's a real person anymore. Uh, Maximum King. Oh, I like it. <laughs> what about uh, Tom Tom Darling? That's a good one. 
Yeah, he had a great week. And on the other side of the ball, it's uh, Katoni stagnant. Oh. <laughs> I liked – I saw – I admittedly I read that one the other night. I was like, oh, that's that's a good one. I like Katoni stagnant. <laughs> oh, there's one here that Angus something that <laughs> I don't want to uh, – there might be that might be better for Eddie Durham's podcast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Toby Sex Nun. <laughs> or uh Blake Trap. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Jeremiah Nanai. <laughs> and uh obviously we got David Flop Feeder there has to make a make an oh, appearance. Yeah. Very, very fitting that one. Yeah. And um Yeah, baked. Your one baked taff. Baked taff, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh the last last one I'm gonna get is Isaiah Papapali. <laughs> I like Good that one to finish on. I like it. Yeah, good Isaiah. All right, Ryan. So, mate, that'll 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 wrap it up. I like that. Obviously, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, it'll be hard to get some original ones, but you'd be surprised what people can come up with. So, mm. we'll uh, we'll see how we go, mate. Uh, we're gonna uh, kick off this round with the Broncos coming up against the Sharkies. Yes. Broncos got the dub last week, although not as against as good of a team as the Sharks. Um. Katani Stagnant's back up against Talakai. <laughs> no, not, not a good start for him. Uh, do we give the Broncos any realistic chance in this one? Uh, maybe a realistic chance to cover the line. I, I can't imagine they're going to be uh, competing for a win here. This is just, uh, just a step up in class. Um, the Sharks just look at on another level, don't they? Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think there's no, going to be a good week sharp. for Sharks players. Mm. Yep, yep. I've got the uh, the C tentatively penciled in on Nicholas Hines at the moment. Ooh. Uh, obviously, we'll know he's definitely playing early in the week, all that sort of stuff. But, I mean, no reason for him not to. Anyway, uh, for the Broncos side of the ball, before we flip over to the other side, tomorrow Martin doing a great job of trapping, trapping everybody last week. Uh, I don't know what the DMs are like at the moment. Are we getting much traction on tomorrow Martin questions? Well, getting the odd one here or there. I think it's uh, it, more more people are sort of starved for any kind of cheap option that's half okay. Um, yeah. Mm. Yep. No, one to keep an eye on, but probably not somebody I'm interested in. I'm much more interested in Selwyn Cobbo, if I'm being honest. I think the um, the big thing with uh, Tamari Martin is he's not going to be a base stat guy. So, I mean, that workload in terms of run meters gets split across the four. But, I mean, Cobo is not really a big – he seems like he should be more of a base stat guy than what he is. Um, he hardly ever gets over 100 meters, or maybe that's just because the Broncos are bad. But he's uh, he is a 344K dual center wing fullback, no danger of playing origin. Coming off the end of uh, Adam Reynolds at some point, he's going to score some tries. He got two over the weekend. He's just an interesting one for uh, for me, mind you. Thirty six with two tries isn't anything to uh, get too excited about, mate. Yeah, speaking I... of things, <laughs> aren't too excited to get excited about. What about Tyson Gamble? Oh man, you thought Billy Walters was bad. <laughs> Enter Tyson Gamble. Yeah, oh wow, eight 
eight points in 80 minutes, break even a 70 now. Somehow game, owned by somebody in the fantasy community at 0.1%. In a game where they just completely rolled them too. Like you can understand Billy Walters scoring six against the Panthers when they're getting steamrolled by, you know, 30 mm. without a forward pack. But eight yeah. points in a game where they just roll the Bulldogs, geez. Yeah, 34 points. A lot went through Adam Reynolds. And he's probably somebody at some point we actually need to have a conversation about him because he seems to be doing a lot of work, mm. um, you know, running the footy. Um, not a big defensive workload, but a try and three assists and five goals is going to help. Um, but he's actually averaging almost 55. Uh, is he somebody that would come into consideration for you at all? Or you're going to stick to the the known commodities up the top? Oh, look, I, I think he's probably going to be a keeper, um, or maybe as a bench uh, as a bench half, but I, I just think there's other options out there I'd, I'd rather go for, I think, at this stage. Um, but, yeah. yeah, not a bad option. Yep. One of those one of those ones to keep an eye on if you're looking for a, a pod. Outside of that, it's probably just Payne Haas and, and that's it. And is there anybody is there still a such thing as Kobe Hetherington owners or uh, I think they've uh, I think they're yeeting him pretty quickly this week, aren't they? Yeah, seven point three percent still on Kobe Hetherington. Price has gone pretty much nowhere. Um, which is obviously good for anyone that listened to us. Uh Corey Pakes, he played 50-ish minutes, uh, scored a try, 45, uh, only 30 run meters, which is surprising considering I think he's supposed to be there for his running game. Uh, what is he more or less interesting? 328, obviously break even in thir- at 15 now. Uh, is he somebody that is going to be of interest? Oh look, I'm more interested than I was last week, but it's it's I don't know. It's just hard to have faith in this uh, in this Broncos lineup outside of anyone that isn't Payne Haas. Um, just mm. or yeah, or even or even Random Reynolds you could throw in there. It's just Kevy just likes to chop and change too much. They, they could lose by thirty against you know this Shark side, and we'll have a completely different lineup next week. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I think Pax is an interesting option if you look. Uh, there's not many good cheap options out there, so I don't mind him. Um, I just don't trust Kevy to keep the minutes between Walters and Pax consistent week to week. No, you're probably right. I mean, it depends on what trading him allows you to do, I guess, is part mm. of it. Um, mm. Just something to sort of have a look at. Obviously, I had some plans this week, which can be completely stifled. So I'll be, um, I, I haven't even started thinking about what I'm trading, trading yet this week. So oh, no. I just know the two people I've got to sell. Who are you selling? <laughs> well, well, one I definitely have to sell, which is Junior Paulo. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what the hell happened there. Well, they're just they were on stop on top the whole time. He's just a base stat guy, and and they're mm-hmm. just winning. They're either winning or sucking. And yeah, I mean, this game against the Cowboys, you'll probably get sixty after I sell him. Um, Kurt <laughs> Mann's the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just gone nowhere. Um, yeah, and I've, I've got the luxury of having twenty one green dots this week, so I can sort of. You know, take some, take some options there, I'm, and I'm far enough behind in the ranks that I, I can be entitled to take risks on guys like Peaks as well. So we'll see yeah, how we fair. go. Fair. <laughs> Moving over to the Sharks, obviously we're going to spend enough time on this podcast. Um, CSC for Talakai, uh, hundred and something points last week, hundred and seven, I think it was, and a hundred of that was before half time, basically. Um, yeah. As soon as as soon as there was a defender who actually 
realize that they were supposed to be making tackles was on the field. He didn't score very many fantasy points, which actually puts people in an interesting conundrum this week because I assume there's lots of people trying to get on this week, um, mm. including one lovely uh, Facebook member who messaged me about selling Payne Haas to get Talakai this week. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, which was enough to make me shift him into a six-hour, six uh, you know, hold in the uh, in the ignored messages until I finish the podcast and then I'll go back and kindly explain to him why that's a bad idea. Um, but, um, you know, I mean, Talakai, he's now 670K. He's 100K more expensive than Angus Crichton. You know, he's he's just absolutely, you know, like you got, you know, guys like Josh Jackson and, um, you know, that caliber of players that are uh, – now cheaper than him. So, I mean, negative 15 break even. I know you were discussing, or negative 10 break even. I know you were discussing in our DMs today the potential of buying him for a a cash smash, I'll call it. Mm. Is that, um, I mean, what, what's the plan here with Talakai? Is, is it too, is he too expensive? How much money is he going to make? Where are you up to? Uh, look, I, I think if you're buying him now, you'd want him to be a keeper. Um, like he does have a very low break even, um, but that, that said, I think if you're buying him now, I'd want him to be a keeper. And he's obviously one of the form players in the comp right now, and he's playing in a very good attacking side. He's an absolute wrecking ball. And I think last week was just the perfect storm that first half. He ran into um, a, an opposing center that can't make a one-on-one tackle. Um, they had a 20-point breeze at their back, as you can see, that when the second half switched. I don't think it was necessarily that um, it was Harper that wasn't on the field. It was more that this strong 20-point breeze switched to Manly's end and every single point in the second half um, was Manly. Like, every point in that game mm. was at the one end. Um, so, to. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to put up another 107 this week, but uh, no. coming up against Staggs, who is actually a pretty good... He's pretty strong and a pretty good uh, defender. But, man, the way he's going, I, 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 I could easily see him averaging at, at the very least 50, if not 55. Yeah, I guess it kind of puts you in an interesting conundrum because of the comments that came out from Fitzgibbon after the game where he was like, oh, well, you know, Connor Tracy's our centre. And, I mean, you know, he'll be in the side somewhere, but he might not be in the 13, which is, you know, you would hate to buy a 20-minute bench forward. But can you can you put this genie back in the bottle? I don't think you can. Like, he's just playing too well to bench him. Like, uh, Fitzgibbon doesn't have... Um eyes that are painted on um he's obviously he obviously likes Connor Tracy but I think I think Tracy's probably going to sit in 14 when he returns mm, yeah yeah this Sharks team's actually pretty deep like they've got is. the only thing would be just would absolutely completely derail their season as if Hines went down but outside of that they can pretty much cover it cover every other position pretty comfortably you would think yeah, it's it's pretty stacked. So, I've got to say, I didn't expect them to be uh, this no. good this year. But no, not, really not me. Well. I had them at like tenth or eleventh or something. I I admittedly doubted Heinz's ability to play this like this way, but I mean, he's just been monstrous. So yeah, it's uh yeah, it's a good problem for uh, Craig Fitzgibbon to have. Mm. Uh, fantasy wise, I guess it's you know obviously Hines is good. He's a weekly captaincy option for those of us not not fortunate enough to have Nathan Cleary yet. Um, for Nukin back and into the lock role, which is bad news for anyone that took the gamble on Cam McInnes. And part of the reason of why everybody that was you know suggesting you know even that McInnes might be bouncing back that you know it was worth a wait just to see what happened. And obviously we've we've seen what happens. 
you have to imagine that Wade Graham's probably going to push one of these four bench forwards out and maybe he might return via the bench as their utility. Yeah, it's a strong possibility um, given that he hasn't played since uh, the first preseason game and that was only for about 20 odd minutes or so. Mm. Um, yeah, I have to think eventually Graham is going to push Wilton out of the side. It might just not be this week. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting with McInnes. Um, I, I'm sort of expecting Tolman to go back to the bench and Royce Hunt to start again. Uh, yep. But, yeah, it's it, it, man, it's a shame if you got on McInnes last week. I don't know if we're ever going to get him. I think it's going to take a, now, well, a few injuries. Even if you look at him, and, I mean, the big thing is as well, he played massive amounts of minutes when they had the ball. Hmm. So, But he, is a, he, he, he played 55 minutes, just under 50, 54 minutes. Uh, for 34 points. That's not the meekiness that, that we know. Um, it's 26 tackles, no attacking stats whatsoever, two misses and 120 metres. I mean, you can get that out of Taniela Paseka. Yeah, well, <laughs> the king has fallen, hasn't he? Yeah, so, yeah, he's a, he's an avoid at all costs until until further notice, I think, at the moment. So, um, and I mean, yeah, I'm sure... I mean, Talakai, like, if you wanted to take a risk on on that he's going to hold down that spot, worst-case scenario, he's got a couple of weeks to make some money. Um, you know, best-case scenario, he's a season-long elite number one center. You know, that's the, the, the range of outcomes, really. You know, the worst-case scenario would be he shits the bed, Tracy comes back, and, and he's out. But, you know, given the way that he's performing, I'm, I'm not liking the chances of that being a, yeah. an option. Although... Fun fact, um, I've been going back through since round four, every player that we've put on our trade questions post-pitcher has failed that week. <laughs> so have you, like, intentionally put him up this week just to sort of I might have intentionally done it just to test it and see. <laughs> but So last oh. week so last week it was, um, it was McInnes. And then the week before that, it was Stephen Crichton, and then everybody was jumping off after that. Uh, and obviously, he had a good game last week, but you know, before that, and then the week before that was Cooler, <laughs> and then the week before that was Nathan Cleary coming back and scoring the forty-four. I thought he had like a fifty-five his first week back, but that's still a, a poor oh, score for whatever. Cleary. No, I think there was a sub fifty was the first week, and then the second week back was the fifty-five. I think. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you know, you're right. Never mind. Ignore yeah. me. So, yeah, the, the only sub-50 well, score that Cleary's had in 18 months was the the one week that we put him on the, the trade <laughs> questions. So oh, mate, I'm just I... saying you've been warned now that it's possible that we've <laughs> the just... The curse. The we might curse. have cursed him. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I need to, I need to bloody rent because I was, I was so salty watching Talakai run over Harper all of that first half because I was playing someone in head, you know, in the, our head-to-head league that had Talakai. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I switched it back on. Like, I, I switched it off for about 20 minutes and I switched it back on for the second half when Manly is starting to make the comeback about 55 minutes in. And I'm just listening mm-hmm. to these stupid commentators just going on about momentum. There is nothing that shits me more than commentators that just go on about momentum. Like, there's nothing that changed in the second half. It was just, it was really annoying me, like, listening to them, like, just say, oh, Manly's just got all this momentum all of a sudden. Now the Sharks going to turn this around. Like, what's happened at halftime? Like, no insight at all. Like, what do these commentators get paid for? <laughs> have, you, have you considered that when they say momentum, they mean it literally? 
<laughs> like the wind is pushing them forward. I don't think they think that. I don't think so. <laughs> but you're right, man. Honestly, the collective football IQ outside of Cooper Cronk, every yeah. other pl- every other commentator, like that. Honestly, the collective football IQ, and I reckon the amount of minutes that they spend researching football outside of the time that they're physically talking into a microphone will be under sixty minutes a week. Oh yeah, they they wouldn't watch a game. I don't think other than the one they're commentating on. That's the impression yeah. I get. I just couldn't. Like be- I just old, couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's like but, the old. Um, you know, they give the what was that person a couple of years ago who was given Dalian points and they didn't even watch the game. Oh yeah, they were, they were commentating on another game or something at the time, wasn't and they wasn't they that Ruan Sims. It was Ruan Sims. You're right. Yeah, she wasn't was. there. She wasn't at the game. Yeah, crazy stuff. Anyway, we've probably spent enough time complaining about commentators and and talking about the Talakai curse. So we'll move across to the Friday night first game, which is the Gold Coast Titans up against the Panthers. This should be just an absolute defensive spectacle, this one. Um, And, um, I mean, we see uh, Asako out with uh, Will Smith into the halves. The comment was made that um, the Titans really could do with a a halfback, you know, an experienced halfback to lead him around, someone sort of more physically, you know, maybe able to, to stand up defensively. Is there any halves, you know, that they maybe they could have looked at, um, you know, with a bit more experience so they weren't such an inexperienced spine this year, do you reckon? Um, I mean, uh, I think, uh, like, someone like Jamal Fogarty would have gone well in this spine if they could have mm. um, yep. <laughs> they could have had him. That, that might have been all right. Yep. Yeah, and that way they probably could have ran Brimson at fullback in his number one position. But, I mean, then you'd have to you know, have have the, the hard thing of, of working out to do with the forever injured Jaden Campbell. So, yeah. Or you could always play um, him in the back row and shift David Fafita to centre. That might be a, a good option as well. So, you know, Jaden Campbell, I think he's very well suited. Mate, I, can I tell you, just, you know, this the, there has to be, if there's a if there is a sports bet market for which coach is going to get fired first, Holbrook would have to be the short price favorite, wouldn't he? Yeah, oh, jeez, he's made he makes some interesting decisions, doesn't he? He'd have um, to be so short right now. Like honestly, like Madge, Madge is just taking the pressure off. You know, the thing is, anyone that knows anything about football knows that Trent Barrett's not a very good coach, so he really shouldn't be under pressure because he's performing at expectations, which is shit. But <laughs> Holbrook's supposed to be good, and he sort of started good, and he's just been getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, he, he sort of reminds me a little bit of uh, Nathan Brown in that, like, he, he can recruit some uh, decent young players, but he can't actually mm. put them together and make them play well. Yeah, yeah and he was like, he, he, I love that his solution, he was like, oh, well, you know, we're not winning games, so I just thought I'd try it. And I was like, okay. But... Is that the first thing that you thought of? <laughs> like, what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my best player and move him out of his preferred position so I can get Kevin Proctor in there to give away penalties and just completely ruin the entire game in the first five minutes. Instead of using Bo Firma at centre, who played at centre last year and is allegedly fit and whatever, and you could have played Firmore and Fafita on the same edge and put Proctor out on that other side. 
and you would have probably got the same result, which is the Titans sucking. But you wouldn't have been moving Dave Fafita out of his position. Surely there were other things to try. Like you got Isan Masters there. You could have played Paul Turner. Paul Turner a, a, is a centre, and he was the 18th man. Why? <laughs> yes. Why did you move? Why did you move? Patrick Herbert from he's not a good center, but he's an even worse winger than he is a center. Move Patrick Herbert out and not play Corey Thompson, and then say, "Oh, it's injuries. We had to. We were forced to do that." No, you weren't, mate. You've got a, You've got ten outside backs in your top thirty. Play literally anyone else in the centers aside from David Fafita. You could have played Jamin Joloff in the centers, and it would have been a better decision than playing Fafita there. But anyway. Mate. The funniest part. The funniest part was uh, Kevin Proctor went off with like a HIA in the last fifteen, and it still didn't push Fafita to to the second row. Oh man, yeah. So anyway, Will Smith's in the halves now, um, and he's a three hundred and fifteen k half. But we playing coming up against Penrith, we can't trust it, can we? Yeah, this is probably not the week you want to be buying, is it? Um, no, it's not. It's coming off a thirty point loss and now running into the reigning premiers. Yeah, I'd yep. be pretty happy to to wait a week on Will Smith. Yeah, no, I agree. I would argue that there's nobody in this Titans 17 that I would want in my fantasy team. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. <laughs> um, David yeah. Fafita is probably the only one that's worth a, a mention, but when you've got your coach moving you around. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, I trust yeah. It, what, a, what a brain explosion! They, anyway. they just—they don't know how to use him either. Like Jed said, he's no. only two oh, scores yeah. this year. His, his only two scores this year have just come from him doing complete, um, like solo effort brilliance. And yeah, without they're like they give him the they give him the ball like a meter before he gets to the defender. Mm. And you're like, there's no sort of creativity. He's playing inside Patrick Herbert, which is just a recipe for mediocrity on the outside. Yeah. Oh man, they need to do something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but whatever they're doing now, he's this. Yeah, Holbrook. Holbrook is should be lucky to get to make it to Origin if they continue on this trajectory because the Titans are just absolutely dog shit at the moment. But um, you know, a team that isn't that is the Panthers, who are just doing awesome. Obviously, uh, Targo not scoring tries, but still scoring. You know, base stat wise, is is doing everything that you want him to do. Um, Stephen Crichton double try game, which is nice, and uh, obviously Nathan Cleary absolutely exploded just for something different. Uh, no tries, 85 points. Um, well, it's actually Stephen Crichton, three tries for 59. Um, yeah, that penalty might, try. Yeah, which might trap a couple of people into keeping him. I mean, he was he was a perfectly fine hold and somebody I was considering doing, uh, just hanging on to before I decided to, to upgrade, quote-unquote, and get Caelan Ponga last week. But um, Mate, uh, for the Panthers, obviously we're holding Targo, holding Crichton. Nathan Cleary is the number one captaincy option each and every week, but particularly this week, I think he could be. You know, it's another, yeah. it's another opportunity for an absolute fill up for Cleary owners. Oh, absolutely, and I, I go back to um, what you said in the preseason about how we were talking about Cleary and how he scores the majority of his points in the last like thirty odd minutes. And it, it's really interesting because I, I, I noticed this specifically when I was watching this Raiders game and you know, we've got a lot of sharp listeners. They probably figured this out a lot quicker than me. But um, the Panthers are just like a – I equate them to like a boa constrictor. Like they will just choke you out and 
just eat you whole at the at the back end of games. And we've seen it for the past, well, was ever since Cleary came back, teams have been hanging with Penrith for about 50 minutes. Like the Raiders game, like that was a, what, a 12, uh, sorry, like a six or eight point game until 50 minutes. Um, mm. The Broncos game, the Panthers were only winning by about like four points until the 50 minute mark. Same with the Bulldogs, like they were only beating the Bulldogs by six points. Um, until the 50th minute mark. And then it's that, that last 30 minutes where they just grind you into the ground. It's just the constant, exactly, yeah. It's just the constant pressure of constantly having to start your sets within your own 10 and eventually you're going to break. Um, and, yeah. and that's when Cleary strikes in that last half an hour when they just, they've broken you in half. And, um, mm. I, and there's only certain teams that can go with them for 80 minutes. The Titans are not one of those teams. Um, and I'd, I'd expect a, another big Cleary score and probably score about 50 points in the last 30 minutes this week. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's another scary, scary week for those that don't have him. So yeah, it's bad, bad times. It's not, not, not me, good. mate. I'm, I'm getting him. I'm done. I'm for my You're own done? mental You're health. Yeah. Good, good my own mental health. I'm getting him in. I've just got to, I can't get him for the content, man. I need to keep it up <laughs> and keep up the content. Yeah. I won't do it. I'll avoid him all year again just for the memes, just for you guys. I, I'm not doing it because I want to. I'm doing it because I care about you guys having an opportunity to rib me about not having him. And um, <laughs> I don't want anyone like, you know, old Benji, the Panthers man, Benji, he's been ribbing me about Cleary. Oh, 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 oh are you going to admit Cleary's rule number one gun? I literally wrote an article that said that, two articles that said that. You know, I'm I'm perfectly comfortable with the fact that Cleary is the number one fantasy option, set and forget captain, rule number one. He's I, I had him valued at high 900s, which is where he's at. You know, it's just fine. I just didn't want to buy him week one, coming off a massive preseason surgery with no no off season, which was correct. If you picked him up, you know, before last week or the week before, you're very happy. You know, and you're getting you know 80 plus average, which is you know is fine, but it's not you know 95. Um, mm. Which is what and he got, got a, last year, and you got a seventy. If you bought him last week, you got a seventy k discount on starting too. So, yeah, perfect. Yeah, and like then that. I mean, he's going to come up against. Oh my god, the Eels! And oh, we could score three hundred in that game. Um, <laughs> he's got a pretty soft yeah. run until Origin starts. Well, he's got the Storm the week after that, so that should be oh, okay. interesting. Right. So, yeah, it t- strictly speaking, after the Titans, he's got Eels and Storm, which theoretically should be two tough games. But basically, yeah. that's the that's the three you want. You want the two centers and Cleary and, and not much else. Now, I'm guessing Tylan May and, and Prey until, I think, Toto's back in week nine? Yeah, about that. Yeah, see, I think that Storm game, like those uh, games against like the Storm and Sharks, those those are the games that are actually going to keep him averaging under 80. <laughs> like he'll score yeah. like 60 in those just to... Averages, yeah. you know, bring his average back to seventy five or something. Yeah, like a, it'll still be like a fifty nine or something like that. Like it won't oh, be yeah. a bad score. Yeah, no. yeah. He does, it's. I don't think you know, but he might drop a forty seven burger or something if it's a particularly like Panthers don't turn up or something. But hmm. anyway, or his foot falls off. Um, <sighs> Rabbitohs and Manly, uh, mate. We've got to speed this up. We're at half an hour. And we're only in two games. Ryan, stop talking so much. Um. <laughs> Uh, Blake Trapp, uh, no good. Isaiah Tass is in the team, but they've got Jackson Paulo down there in 19. I certainly wouldn't be going out of my way to buy him. But, I mean, another impressive week here from Tass. And, I mean, is there any reason that he can't keep Tane Milne and and Jackson Paulo out? Uh, No, I don't see any reason why not. But I'd be wanting to wait a week just to make sure he actually does win that spot once Milne returns. Um, Yeah. 
definitely wait a week on Tass. Yeah. 232k you can for sure. Uh, Ilias back to doing mediocre things. Ilias pings. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> his deal. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a pun in there somewhere, but I don't know what it is. Um, but they're back to the three forward bench with Saliva Havili. There is some cook. Maybe they're expecting they're going to put them to the sword and and use Havili to to spell cook or carrying injury or something. It's probably good for anyone that jumped on Moali and not that you know. It could be any worse for him outside of being dropped. So, so uh, yeah, oh, Rabbitohs. It's it's what is it? Cook, Murray, and Taff. If you got him, just hang on and pray. Is that that's pretty much what it is here? Basically, yeah. Cody Walker's getting pretty cheap, but I'd like to see him actually do something without scoring a try first before considering. Yeah, I I had a look at him, and I think he's going to be like low forties average. I'm not convinced he's up like a super good option. And I don't, I mean, he's, you know, he's probably got 150 K in there, but I don't know if I trust him in my 17 every week. He's certainly, he's definitely not going to play origin at this rate. So, I mean, he's fine. Um, but I'd much prefer, there's another guy that I'm sure we'll talk about in about five games time. Who I much prefer is only 60 K more. So it's only be about two hours at this rate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three and a half. Uh, yeah. So that's it. No more talk on the Rabbitohs. Off to Manly. Tolotau Kula keeps that centre spot. Morgan Harper down an 18, probably where he belongs. Um, Cherry Evans had a poorish game, but, I mean, he's still averaging 60s. Uh, Is there anything more to say? Jason Saab at some point, maybe he's going to be cheap enough. Probably not. Yeah, mate, I think Saab is an interesting option once Turbo returns because, you know, he's mm. got in so cheap now. He's nearly basement price and hasn't scored a try this year. So uh, yeah, I think he's one to keep an eye on once, Yeah, I think he's one to keep an eye on once, um, once Turbo returns. But I think it's wheel up for Cooler in this side if you don't have him. But, yeah, otherwise just the regular guys like DC and I guess just the one regular guy. <laughs> DC, <laughs> DC and DC. <laughs> The next highest averaging Sea Eagles Lock and Croker. So that tells you everything you need to know about whether you should have more than one. Um, moving along to where's where's Olakawatu? He's suspended one week. Oh, okay, that explains it. Well, he's probably averaging more. Um, Warriors and the Raiders. They change. They shuffle the decks on the Titanic. The deck chairs on the Titanic. The Warriors. They got Rocco Berry and Viliami Vilea, everyone's favorite red dot back. Uh, outside of that, team looks very similar. Uh, Co CD dropped, and whoever the other winger was dropped. D- they got DWZ. Oh, died. DWZ. Oh, man. Oh, poor bloke. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, Rick. He's one of the uh, the Fig Jam boys, is his cousin, actually. DWZ. So, uh, fun fact. Um, Dejan Arcee has been signed by the Warriors. Good quality, uh, you know, center slash. He's probably the best half in this team, actually. <laughs> the Warriors were short on halves, weren't they? Needed to get yeah, another oh one. Oh, man. Short on good halves, for sure. So um, I guess the point here, obviously, you and Aikens uh, hold and keep him plugging away in your team. Fanil Blake, pretty disappointing stuff. Jazz Tavanga is yes. probably the relevant one here. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think Jazz is a buy, uh, personally. You do? He, I mean, I think so. He, sh- he should get about four weeks there. Yeah. Oh, Curran's gone, isn't he? Yeah, he's injured. Done his MCL. Mm. Oh, okay. What's he worth, Jazzy? Uh, he's low fives. I think he's 530. It just feels to me like I'm going to make another mistake like I did with Paulo there. 
<laughs> well, he's uh, he scored back-to-back mid-50 scores the past two weeks, okay. playing mid-60s minutes. Um, mm, okay. Personally, I think he's going to be good for the next three to four weeks whenever um, Karan and Tohu both return. Okay. Might be worth might be worth a little... We'll have a sneaky little snappy snappy look, and we'll see what we get to. He's going to, surely he's going to do something. Um, yeah, I mean, that's probably it outside of that. Those guys, and then on the Raiders' side of the ball, it's uh, Schneider making his way towards maximum price, but you have to think he's going to get some attacking stats here, hopefully kick on his, his mm. scoring a little bit. Um, has he scored a try yet? No, I don't think so. And he's he's got, uh, what, the Warriors this week and the Bulldogs next, next week, so I think he's worth holding for probably at least two more yeah. weeks. Yeah, no tries. 33 tackles last week. Jesus Christ. Only two metres gained. You have to think he's going to be able to make some more make some more runs there. So, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully he picks it up. Tom Starling obviously scored really, really well with that try assist and then got the early sub because why wouldn't he? Um, but, I mean, that's really it from this team, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Um, Starling's the keeper. Schneider just hold him for now and otherwise avoid. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. I do have a, a small amount of eye on Hudson Young, but I don't trust Sticky to keep that back row rotation, so maybe probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Across uh, to the Bulldogs and the Roosters. Uh, Aaron Shop with a 50. Oh, man, how good was that? Um, old mate that went off. Uh, what's his name? He's in, He's not in the top 30, so he can't play until the back half of the year. Um, oh, that's Karaz. Karaz, Karaz. That's it. yeah, yeah. Forty-eight points without a try. Um, you just absolutely tried his butt off. Seven tackle bars, one hundred and thirty meters, four offloads, all to hand. Um, man, he looks like a, a somebody if he gets a permanent spot in this team, which shouldn't be that hard to do based on what he offered versus everybody else. Um, you know, he could be an interesting cashy come back half of the year wing fullback. Hopefully, he gets a center jewel. Um, yeah, but, um, neg- negative break even too. So next game back, yeah. Look out. The other one's Aaron. Aaron Shop here managed a fifty with just basically all base stats aside from a try assist. Um, I mean their schedule does lighten up a lot, uh, and I mean he's got, you know, he scored an eighteen against Manly, but I mean, you know, they're Why going into. Is it? No, he's not. He did against Manly. Oh, oh, yeah, right. Okay, right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's going to have some some defense to do there. He's a pretty good sort of base stat guy for you know you could pick worse options for a three hundred and sixty three k. Um, you know, Jewel. Oh, he's only a center. Oh, that makes him less interesting. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Don't do it to yourself. Um, Pangai scoring pretty well, but Josh I mean, Jackson. Josh Jackson, is he a buy? What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think so. He's passed the three-date rule now. He's had three good scores in a row. He's back to playing 80. I think he's worth a look if you're in the market. Okay. Plays around 13. Take it under, so. take it under advisement. Roosters, James Tedesco seems like he's pretty much close to back now. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's a lot of, lot of tough buzz, but still no tries. <laughs> oh, man, the Roosters. <laughs> What's going on? They're just bad, aren't they? Their, their attack just looks completely clunky and their defensive middle is just weak. It's it's yeah. very surprising to say, but like Radley, Hargreaves, Collins, they've, they've just been very weak defensively. Like they've been susceptible mm. to being split open. 
Yeah, what are they lost, really? Is it just that Taoki O and um, Hargreaves are getting a bit old over the hill and Collins is coming back off that ACL? Yeah, lost a yeah. step, maybe. Yeah, who knows? They need something. Uh, I don't know what it is, but they need it. Um, but, I mean, fantasy-wise, Angus Crichton, pretty poor. Certainly not going to be jumping on him until I see a 50-plus score. Um, and, I mean, it's t- it's Teddy, and and that's pretty much it. I mean, Swally. <sighs> see, I'm scrolling, having to scroll too far here now. 38, um, pretty much all base there aside from that try assist. Um <laughs> What do we think about Suwali at 355? Yeah, I like him. I, I, I don't mind him if you're in the market. Again, like, I, like, I think he's a better option than Tap right now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd just be good if uh, the Roosters can ever sort the, you know, sort it out. He, he'd probably be a, a pretty good pickup, I think, because, you know, like, the, the, the stats are there. He's having decent meters. Like, he's had 116, 118 meters each week now, um, which is what you want to see from a, a young winger like that. Um, yeah, he just needs the roosters to figure it out because, yeah, there seems like there's a little bit of dead wood in this side at the moment. Mm, yeah, I mean, physically, like, he's a big man. You have to think at some point he's going to work it out. I mean, you know, is he if he's Daniel Tubo, there's 200K there, you know, or, or someone similar skill level to that. You know, he's mm. no tries yet, so, yeah. No, I don't know. I'm not passionate about him, that's for sure. You know what I am passionate about, though, Ryan? What? The North Queensland Cowboys. The juggernaut. The Cowboys juggernaut. Mate, fifth in the ladder. Absolutely just, you know, mate. We we could have been 100%. We could have been 7-1 and one, or 6-1. and one. Mm. We shouldn't have lost that game to the Warriors. And... Uh, who was the other one we lost to the Raiders? No, it wasn't the Raiders. The Bulldogs, that 6-4 game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, we should have been 6-1. and one. And, like, the combined loss of uh, there's, like, four points or less, the two games, that we've, the two of the three that we've lost there. So, I mean, they're doing really well. They're tied with the Roosters on the ladder. Just, you know, scoring points at will. Um, defensive juggernaut. Uh, Cowboys, their second, second best team in the league defensively on points against. Wow. Yeah, only uh, they're only nine points more than the Panthers. Jeez, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, considering that they've been perpetually for the last couple of years a soft matchup, it's just absolutely it's a thing of beauty, mate. I go home. I literally I've just completely removed there's a couple of websites that I used to frequent uh on my phone, whereas I've just, you know, I've completely dispatched with all that now and I just watch Cowboys highlights instead. <laughs> It's great. It's great stuff. Uh, no, but, you know, in all seriousness, fantasy-wise, um, Dylan Brown in the centres again, lovely for his fantasy managers, obviously. He scored a try, uh, which helps the fantasy scoring, and I think people were getting a little bit smug with me last week about that. But, um, I mean, obviously they don't get to play the Knights every week. Um, outside of that, it was pretty alarming stuff from Dylan Brown for a while there. Yeah, I mean, it was just san- standard centre stuff, isn't it? Um yeah. It's what you'd expect from from a center that hasn't scored a try. Mm. But when he when he got that try, it was uh, I mean it was great for me. I was cheering, but uh, <laughs> oh yeah, reasons. the fill up, the, the punt club fill up. Yes, yes, yeah. got in early, got in early before the price changed. But um, yep. yeah, yeah, he's probably a sell, isn't he? If he stays at center, 
We have to think so. Yeah. Give it a couple of weeks to wait and see what happens with um with their their guys. But I mean, the th- the thing is, you know, like I think they want I think they want to use Jake Arthur. So mm. helps being the coach's know. son, doesn't it? So, he does. He's pretty sweet. Uh, Reed Marnie, another fifty. Um, no tries this time, but two try assists. Yeah, his first trial is fifty. I'm still not overly interested. I'd like to see it again. No, yeah, no, I agree. His break even, it still wouldn't be that low yet, would it? I think it's in the forties. Yeah, no, that's fine. Forty-eight. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, okay. Um, outside of that, uh, obviously, Junior Paulo's a sell. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i continuing to do Isaiah Papali'i things. Uh, got an early shower after putting up 87 with two tries. Um, it'll be interesting once they come into the tough part of the season how he performs. Um, but obviously he's a he's a good player, so um, he'll come up against Tom Gilbert this weekend. Uh, on that edge, I would imagine because the Cowboys are going to make no mistake do their patented shuffle um, where we'll see uh, Gilbert and Cotter come into the starting side and McLean and Lukey go to the bench. So uh, for the Cowboys, though, Tom Alolo scored well. A couple of nice little offloads, which is not something that we would typically associate with Tom Alolo. Um, he's probably at a price point now where I'm not necessarily that super-duper excited about buying him. Mm. Uh, but f- 62 minutes again, and there was no injuries, I don't think, in this last game. So No. He, I mean, he seems like a very good round 13 option, isn't he? But he's sort of priced at mm. where he's probably going to average. Yeah. 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 I think he's got more upside than a guy like Josh Jackson. Where are they comparatively price-wise? They're about the same price, aren't they? I think Jackson's a little bit cheaper. I think he's about 30K cheaper. Jackson's yeah. six, uh, about 20K. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see. Given that, I sort of see them fairly similarly scoring wise. I'd probably be inclined to go for a Jackson at that point. What would be interesting is a Pangai Tomalolo because they're five k apart. Um, for people that don't have them, but I assume everybody's got at least one of them. Although six point six percent, I thought Pangai would be higher than that. I think he's a little bit higher amongst those in the know. Uh, let me take a look right. at this. Uh, okay. He is. We sort of glossed over him before, but I mean, we've probably okay. spoken about him enough by now. Yeah. He's only, a, he's about 8% in the top 100, so that's not a lot. So hmm. he's a bit of a pod. Okay. There you go. Um, What did we get up to? I just closed down the team list thing because that's the sort of professional that I am. <laughs> I think we're on to the night. <laughs> Tom Gilbert, he, uh, he put up a nice score. Um, the problem is, I think with those. Is is they are going to shuffle minutes week to week, you know? Tom he'll score, he'll play more minutes some weeks and less minutes other weeks. Um, the only one you can trust minutes wise is Tom Lolo, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's the only person in this team I'm really, I'm you know particularly interested in having a punt on. Did um how did Ruben Cotter go? Oh, Thirty four. That's not, not great. Yeah. Not, not, not great. great. No, no, no. Okay. Well, I'll I'll save a victory lap for a couple of weeks on that one. All right. Oh, my God. The Knights play against the Storm. Oh, no. <laughs> Why'd you buy Ponger again? Oh, no. That's bad. Man, this Storm team. The poor Warriors. Yeah. I, I, 
Yeah, mate. There was just no, there was no Vaseline on that one. And yeah, the storm they 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 look so sharp and they don't look like slowing down at all. Um, they're you know they just they've got the, all their big guns are playing massive minutes and they just got guys just filling minutes off the bench. They're basically the top fourteen are playing the bulk of the game, um, which is which is working. And I mean, it's not like they need it. At some point, they're going to have to rest these guys, but. You know, I don't think round eight's going to be it, and and I'm I have I'm sorry to say, Newcastle fans, I'll probably find something else to do on Sunday afternoon. Um, <laughs> who's supposed to be in the centres here? Simi Sasagi's in. Who's missing? Uh, yeah, Gagai broke his uh, oh, cheekbone. Oh no! All right, it's gone for a month. Oh no, he'll be back just in time for Origin one. That's fine. Yes. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, the Knights are pretty not good. Clemmer played like 45 minutes straight and then went off and they didn't bother putting him back on because they were losing too bad, I think. Um, but he's an interesting one for me, Clem. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, in, pretty happy to give him a week, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not rushing to put him in this game. Um, Brody Jones seems to have survived the uh, season-ending shoulder injury, uh, which is a good sign, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think he's. I think he's still fifty-fifty this week, though. I don't. I don't yeah, think oh, man, he's fifty-fifty every week. I'm pretty sure he's had an injury. Like he's been under an injury cloud every single game this year. <laughs> I think you're right, actually. So, so man, I'm. I'm certainly not going to be rushing to put him in my scoring seventeen this week if I can avoid it. I might plug him in eighteen. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh. Oh, I mean, yeah, Kurt Mann, he's probably a sell now, isn't he? Yeah, it's just frustrating watching him play about three different positions every week. He just gets shuffled every single week. Yeah. It's just, I think he played uh, fullback, lock, and second row on the weekend. Oh, really? I'm surprised he yeah, didn't he play centre. He played second row when uh, Brody Jones went off for the last 20. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm tired of it. I'm going to trade him. Trading him to the guy playing in the next game, I think. Ooh. Um. Yeah, and then Chris Randall, he's kind of just chugging along. He got an early shower. Um, not a lot of tackling for him to do last week. Hopefully Stomp, the Knights can put up a bit of a fight and he can make some tackles. Um, I, I'm kind of happy to just hang on to Randall until somebody better comes along at the moment, I think. Yeah, I don't think he's an urgent sell. Um, I'm moving him on this week just because him and Man are the only two I've got that really that aren't keepers that facilitate bringing in Cleary. Um, right, okay. So, like, if you're doing something like that, I don't hate it. But I still think Randall's he's not an urgent sell. He's sort of starting to get close to topping out, though. His break-even's in the 40s. I think he's probably going to average high 40s. Uh, I'd expect him to play about 65 to 80 minutes most weeks. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, oh, you definitely yeah. can sell him. It's just a matter of whether you need to. I think he's fine at about this plate, this sort of, you know, he's kind of more of like a upgrade when there's a good, like, you know, like you say, to get a cleary or something like that, when a good opportunity presents itself. So, yeah, I like it. Uh, Harry Grant doing great stuff. Ryan Pappenhausen doing fantastic stuff. Um, he's finally did something. Who? Oh, Coates, did oh, too, yeah. four tries, four tries for thirty-five points, was it or no? Uh, no, sixty-eight. He actually did yeah, something. Okay. Yeah, no. for for anyone that still has him, obviously his price is moving now. Um, Jerome Hughes, uh, did you see that video of the ball boy keeping pace with yeah. Jerome Hughes on the breakaway try? <laughs> that was awesome. Um, yeah, the, the red hair flowing—that was great. Yeah, Munster seventy-six without a try. 
Um, huge. So, yeah, he played a bit of fullback there when Pat went off. So, um, surprised to see Pap get the rest and not Munster, but I guess, you know, Pap's had the ankle and Munster yeah, did. So. I, I think the ankle was bothering him at the end there because he didn't goal kick, um, like, before he went off. Like, Harry Grant had a couple of shots of goal and he was just awful did at he? it. But Yeah, yeah. Harry, Grant, Harry Grant had a shot at goal. So I think the ankle was bothering him a bit. All right. And I got Brandon Smith there. He scored a 50, but it took him 70 minutes. So, um, mm. yeah, certainly not going to be rushing out to plug him back in. Break even 42, no rush. Uh, last game of the round. Probably the probably more than likely this one and the um well I mean the the it's you know the Warriors and the Raiders is a is a game of two shit bags. But um, you know, they got Parramatta and Cowboys, which is a top five or top six matchup. Uh, and then this one here, which is the Dragons and the Tigers, and I can't believe I'm saying that, um, but both coming off two wins in a row against teams that they shouldn't have beaten. Uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, the Dragons are, are playing with a lot of heart, which is, you know, is, is great to see from them. Um, mm. So, I mean, Ben Hunt's busy um, and almost got to 50 and would have gotten 60-plus with kick metres in the old scoring but only got 47. Uh, is there anyone in the Dragons that's fantasy relevant at the moment? Um, that is a very good question. I'm, I, I don't think so. Um, maybe Josh McGuire? <laughs> I was looking at him like, oh, no, no. It just feels like danger, doesn't it? <laughs> danger, Will Robinson. Yeah, can't do that. Yeah. That's probably, I think at some not. point Ben Hunt's going to be a value. When? Soon. Actually, he, you know to, he going... did get fifty. He got fifty. There we go. Well, you know who's he's you know who's you know who's going well. Um, three round average of about fifty ish without a try. Zach Lomax, um, forty seven, fifty seven, fifty. The past three weeks, no tries. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's there's a value option at five hundred fifty seven k if you're in the market for a center. Yeah, I guess the only problem with that is he's only available at centre mm. and he's already fairly expensive. I'd love to see that with a four in front of it. I'd be all over it. Yeah. Yeah, just hard hard to hard to make that decision on something like that. Um, but, um, mate, the uh, the man that I've been actually wanting to talk about all episode and it's, it's almost an hour in and, and that's Jackson Hastings. You poo-pooed me last week. I asked you if I did poo poo you. I poo pooed you, and I think I might have done that erroneously. You have. You Jackson have. Hastings is averaging 96 touches per game in the two games that he's played at halfback. Yeah, we spoke about in preseason um, Hines potentially getting Cleary like touches. Well, Hastings is currently surpassing Cleary in the amount of touches the past two weeks. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah. he's, he's Ben Hunt. He's got 96 touches per game, and Ben Hunt is the next highest at 69. Yeah, well. So the last two games, you know, he's he's got 120 run meters, 300 kick meters, 17 tackles. You know, that's averages I'm talking about. Um, and he's played against two top top eight sides there in the Parramatta and, and Rabbitohs or teams that will be in the top eight by the end of the year. He's com- coming into Dragons, Manly, Cowboys, Bulldogs, and then Rabbitohs again here. Um, you know, all should should be sort of fairly strong games there. You know, there's no... Panthers or Storm that are going to, you know, potentially blow them off the park here. 
Um, and I mean, the Tigers look like they're playing with a lot of grit and Hastings is, you know, I, I, you have to imagine that he's got fairly good job security now, given how the Tigers have been playing. He's probably bought himself a fair bit of, of credit there. 500 K, um, you know, he's averaging mid fifties the last two weeks. He's kicking goals now. Um, you know, he's, he's somebody I've gone Kurt Mann to Jackson Hastings this week. Um, is that are you getting him as well, or you you probably can't afford him and Cleary? Yeah, no. If if I didn't have to get the big chin in this week to um to satisfy my mental health, I'd be strongly considering Hastings myself this week. Um, I'm not in, I'm not entirely certain he's going to be a buy. Pro, uh, sorry, be a keeper. That probably depends on whether he holds the goal kicking once Adam Dewey is back. Um, mm-hmm. but I think at the very least he's a he's going to be a good cash you know a good money maker over the next four to six weeks. I think. Yeah, well, he's got a break even of twelve here, which you know, real, real is probably twelve. He's probably single digits, and I mean, he's yeah, he looks like he's you know, he's a big body. He doesn't miss a lot of tackles. He's a busy player. He runs the ball a lot because he's so big. Um, you know, I and I and it gives me a reason to watch the West Tigers, which is nice. So, um, although I do have Tuolungi there, although he's usually not a good reason to watch the West Tigers. So, it's a good uh, reason yeah, he's on no, the field. <laughs> Yeah, when he's on the field. So, I mean, he's one there now where I'm sort of filling out my team here. You know, obviously goal goal kicking points is always is always helpful. So, uh, he's yeah, he's definitely one that um, I'm interested in. Hopefully, we get to a back this week. Toa's back at uh, at fullback. Um, North Luma's two got two good scores in a row as well. If somebody's in the market for a, a very cheap wing fullback, I think he's he's an option here and you know 490k is is more expensive than what he started at but you know negative one break even um if i had my time again i'd probably grab him instead of ponga um you know for much cheaper um yeah. so yeah i guess it depends if you're looking for somebody in that price bracket you're probably not though no but i mean his uh his resurgence probably coincides well, definitely coincides with the return of um hastings on that right edge um yeah mm. it's just going great for him, and it's good to see the Tigers actually playing well. Yeah. Yeah, the NRL is better when the Tigers aren't just a complete laughing stock, I believe. Mm. Uh, I, no one wants them to be good, uh, but, you know, not not this bad. So it's it's good to see. So, um, mate, I reckon we might jump into some questions. What do you reckon? Yeah, let's do it. I've been going long enough. All right. I'm going to do the uh, I'm going to do the Twitter ones first. So, all right. Um, all right. Need to do a second trade to facilitate men to chin. Uh, is Nanai to Suwali worthy? Uh, yeah, I don't mind that. Um, I'm guessing a lot of people already have Cooler because that's the guy I'm bringing in. I'm bringing in Cooler this week. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, I don't hate it. There's there's not a whole lot of good cheap options out there, but Suwali is, is someone with the dual position and, yeah, decent base. Yeah, I feel like Sawali probably has better job security than Cooler if you needed a reason to spend the extra money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as to whether it's 100K better or not, I'm not sure. Uh, one trade this week, remaining harshless and cleariness for now. Me too, solidarity, Stan. Uh, I can trade Man, Burton, or Targo out for either Talakai Tedesco or Tamalolo. Who are we trading out and in out of those options? Oh, geez. Um, I think it's between either Burton or Man for me to trade out. Um, yeah. I'd probably lean towards Man given that he's playing Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 0% chance of being a keeper at this rate, whereas Burton's is low, but it's not, not zero. 
Not zero, yeah. Uh, who was he targeting? Talakai, Lolo? Talakai, Teddy, or Lolo? Oh, geez. Oh, I think I'd go. I'd go Lolo myself. What would you do? Yeah. Oh man, depends what you need, how much cash you're generating. Um, I think I think man to Talakai could be an interesting one if you're wanting to make some cash and you trust it. But I mean, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go personally. I'm gonna go in a different route. I think. Um, Teddy is gonna play Origin. If you're around 13, maybe it's Tom Lolo. Um, yeah, it probably depends on what your goals are. I think I think short term. I think Talakai is probably going to be give you the most short-term gratification, which is mm-hmm. what this is all about anyway. So maybe maybe man to Talakai might be the go. I think yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, are man and Leo Thompson sells anyone under 500K already got Taff and Edric? Um, I'd say yes. And, I mean, under 500K, if you don't have Cooler, I think he's a buy. Um, Jackson Hastings. I mean, yeah, Jackson Hastings. There you go. Now Hastings do that. Yep. Um, do you think Pates will average around fifty minutes, even when he, though he's named on the bench? I mean, he did last week. Um, it's, it's all a guessing game, isn't it? You know, you, you can't read into the mind of Kevy. He changes his mind every other week. Uh, so, I mean, it comes fraught with danger. But he played well, so I'd have to think he's probably going to get fifty minutes again this week. Yep, 50 minutes for low 30s is my projection. Mm-hmm. Started with Brown. Uh, assume that means Dylan Brown. Um, but he has to go, what half to trade in or can put Hines in the halves and grab a wing fullback and I already have Cleary? Well, uh, does, does he say what his budget is or no? No. Okay, well, I mean, if you need a half, just get uh, get DC. Um, but... Or Jackson Hastings. Or Jackson Hastings. Jason Sull. Um, no, don't get Jason Sull. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, One more week. DCE, Teddy, Jackson Hastings, one of those mm. three. I don't know what if I'm rushing is. to sell Dylan. I don't know if I'm selling Dylan Brown. Yeah, you got him. I mean, you'd, you'd be pretty upset watching him play at the centres. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, I was upset <laughs> watching Fafita play in the centres, but I'm not selling him. Um yeah, but it's Dylan Brown. I because uh, we were sort of thinking he'd. Sean Russell's back next week. Sean Russell's back next week. Yeah, but even at half, we were sort of thinking he'd be like a low fifties kind of guy for most of the season. Yeah. So do you still want? That's to... fine. But you're so selling you're him to get another low fifties guy in Teddy or or yeah, but like or think, whoever else. Think about it. Think about it from his perspective. He said he started with him, so he's st- he's already made 120k on starting price. So like from okay. his perspective, you know, he's been a good cash cow. Yeah, well, you can sell him to Jackson Hastings and then ride the cash up again. Yeah. Yeah, unless you want to get a gun, then obviously DCE or whoever, but, I mean, yeah. yeah you probably get similar scores out of Hastings. North Loma? No, don't do that. <laughs> no. Hastings, Hastings is like 10, Hastings is like 10K more than North Loma. Um, do I yeet for feeder to the moon? Ask Captain Barbs. No, I don't think you should do that. Yeah, I understand why you'd want to because the, the Titans really aren't doing anything with him, but, oh, man. Nah, he'll be back. Gotta have faith. Do, do, do. Gotta I think we banned singing. Faith. No, 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 no. We never banned singing, mate. There's got to be at least five seconds of singing on every single podcast. 
Which would be nice if Holbrook just played for feeder at Becquery. <laughs> Great stuff. Good job, Mark. Good singing. Um, all right. You wouldn't believe it, but the people need another yeet list. Trade out order. <laughs> Trade out order. Arrow, man, Nanai, Walters, to who? Question mark. Um, I think Nanai's at the top of the yeet list, isn't he? Um, yeah. yeah, it'd have to be. Man, man maybe seconds behind yeah. and then Arrow in third. Yeah, Walters is kind of too cheap to do anything with him. Yeah, unless you want to cash him out to Cooler. That's probably yeah. an option. Walters, Cooler, Nanai, Hastings, something like that's probably the, the optimum in that range at the moment, I think. Yep. I think with the three forward bench, Arrow's probably got a better prospects this week than he did last week. Yeah, but I, I still think Avili's going to spend some time in the forwards, personally. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Am I no longer a man if I get rid of my man? <laughs> I mean, he's a child now, anyway. So, you yeah. know, you don't want to be a, you don't want to be a pedo. You don't want to be a pedo, mate. Get him out. Yep, maybe one. Um, oh, Mike Litteris has the same uh, question as the the yeet list question. Good, good job, mate. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the stuff. Josh Jackson, uh, we've discussed him underpriced. If he keeps getting eighty, I think he's fine. Uh, please, just fifty five seconds, Ryan, and I'm going to time you. Mm-hmm. 55 seconds on why Burton could be a hold. But if not, is Jackson Hastings a good option, which we've mentioned. He's added a lo- we've added a uh, a love the pod on the end there. So we, we will answer that and we'll give him the full 55 seconds, Ryan. So, mate, right. give me 55 seconds on why Matt, and Bert- Matt Burton could be a hold starting now. All right. If you'd listened to us in the preseason, I don't know when you started listening to us, but I was the biggest anti-Burton um, person going in the in the fantasy community. I was very against starting with him. They had a very tough run from about round two till uh, this week if the Roosters actually do anything. Um, they're coming into a, a bit of a softer run. He still plays round 13. They've got Canberra, Newcastle. I mean, Tigers, Dragons have been going well, but you never know. They can always fall away. And then they've got Penrith in round 13. I won't have any of their any of their origin players. So he can definitely pick it up. He can start getting some attacking stats. And if Flanagan can somehow drop out of this team, um, he'll get the goal kicking back. So he'll, he's definitely got the potential to be a keeper. So if you don't have any other good centers, um, I, I think he's he's worth holding for now. But, you know, if you've got a bunch of good centers, then I won't talk you out of it. But I still think he can be a hold. How, how much time oh. have I got? Mate, yeah, that's 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 fifty. You did fifty-one seconds. So I think with my wrap-up, I think I, I think we got <laughs> we got fifty-five seconds out there. So hope that helped you out, Woody. And uh, we'll move over to the Instagram questions now, Ryan. Just uh, fire them at me when you're ready. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, Instagram, come on, Instagram load. Too many notifications, Mark. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> You've lost it. You can't find it. No, just so many. Oh, I, I put my phone down for an hour to record this podcast, and I've got about 15 messages from people wanting to know what trades they should do this week. Yeah. Um, if you're wondering if the if the if if you should be trading out Payne Haas to Talakai, the answer is no to that question, by the way. All right. Dominic Thompson, he wants to know the best premium mid. Who's the best premium mid, Mark? Payne Haas. Payne Haas, yeah. Cam Murray, close Or... Yeah, or Isaiah Papali'i or uh, Cowboys juggernaut leader, Jason Tombola. All right, Liam, he wants to know, he wants to know, Burden and Aiken to Cleary and Vilea. 
Oh, I hate it. Yeah, I, I don't love it. Um, if if you are absolutely determined to get a cheap person, then you should get Cool and not Vilea. Um, but I would prefer that you find another way to get Cleary. And don't hear me saying don't get Cleary. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I think you need to find a better way to get him. Uh, James, he says, do we need to worry about Randall or Man, uh, or can we yeet them out? If so, who too got 50K in the bank? We're I love that this is a thing. Um, yeah, Kurt Mann can be yeeted directly to Jackson Hastings, I think. Um, I don't know about Randall. I'm going to hang on to him. Randall to Hastings. There you go. If, if you've already got two hookers anyway. Um Red Dog Shawnee, he says, G'day, boys, love the pod. Looking forward to Mark's rant about Fafita playing at centre. <laughs> oh, tick, check, box, you, checked. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, yeah, question tonight, 300, 338K in the bank. Um, he's thinking about yeeting, man. They love the yeet word now. <laughs> We've coined it. <laughs> it's a We're thing. Yeeting. He's yeeting man and Randall as well, um, and he wants to get yep. Talakai and Josh Jackson. Um, would like to get Cleary, but I'm not liking any options under 520k unless we know a Smokey. Well, I think we've mentioned oh, a Smokey. Mate. Yeah, we got it for you. Cleary and Hastings, I think, is the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd love the. Uh, yeah, that's a, the... that's an absolute fill up. Oh, for sure. Because, like, think about it. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Hastings averages the same as Jackson, maybe five points less. And yeah. obviously, we know Cleary is is better than Talakai, so I, I think that overall, yeah. it's, it's too better. Well, to we face. don't know that; we just think that. <laughs> we do think yeah. that. Now, if you are here and you're like, "Oh, but I already have too many halves," and you need somebody in a different position, like, and and it's Jazz. not Hastings, well, Jazz is too expensive, isn't he? He's yeah, he is. ten k too too much. Brandon Smith is in the right price bracket. I don't like Brandon Smith. I've had a few people like asking us about it, but like, he's in he the only right got seventy. He is, but he only got seventy minutes because of that Naz HIA in like the tenth minute. Normally, I, I don't think he's playing more than sixty. Was it a HIA? Yeah, Naz had a HIA in like the tenth minute, so that's why Brandon Smith came. I saw on him go said, off, but I wasn't sure if it was a HIA. Well, he went off in the tenth minute. Mm. I'll bring up the game. I thought he just went off. Uh, I thought it was see. some sort of weird substitution no, maybe it was. thing. Yeah, maybe it was. It says interchange one. Because he came back on. No, he came back on fairly quickly. Yeah, that's weird. Nine minute 30 interchange. Rest. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong then, but I'm happy to yeah. give it a week. Otherwise, you could go You could go down if you if you needed somebody and like say you needed somebody in the backs or whatever, you could go down to a Suwali or a shop or whatever and bank the cash. But I think, I think the Hastings Cleary is the goer. For sure. All right. Uh, Trev, he's got a, a war chest of 440K in the bank and he wants to go man to Cleary. Um, mm-hmm. It'll leave him light in the mid and edges, but saves me running man in the halves. Well, I, I like it everything yeah, so far. That's fine. Um, yep. He's also looking at Leo or Walters to Cooler. Who would you be trading at a Leo and Walters? Because I do like bringing in Cooler. Yeah, I would probably move on Walters. Mm. But. I think either of them can be moved on at your leisure. Yep. 
Uh, NRL Fantasy 9, he wants to know, I want a gun pod and was thinking Munster, but he's going to be playing Origin soon. Who do you guys think? Um, doesn't matter what position, under 879,000. So we're looking for an elite pod under 880K. Oh, why is that a elite? He's not a pod, is he? 17.5. Munster, yeah, I mean, Munster's 4.1%. Uh, I mean, Cook right. is... You know who Munster. I can tell you is not a is not a gun pod? Who? Kalen Ponga. <laughs> yeah i mean if you if you're in the market for a gun pod um it's it's basically monster because there's really no other guns that aren't highly i mean grant is only 11.5 percent, so maybe that's one to consider He's yeah. the same unless you wanted to go like bargain hunting and go down to a ben hunt or something yeah i'd see i'd rather just get jackson hastings if i'm looking at ben hunt yeah, well, that's almost exactly the reason why I'm doing that. Yeah, I think it's Munster if you want a pod. Otherwise, yeah, you can go down to a wait wait a couple of weeks and get Torhu Harris or or Turbo. But I mean, eighty. Why is Turbo still nine point three? Oh, that's a separate question. Ghost um, teams. There's a yeah. few people saying uh, replying to him saying um, Papali'i, but again, I don't really think yeah. he fits the uh, the pod no, metric. He's definitely a good option, but yeah, Jerome Hughes. Um. Ludicrous NRL. He wants to know the best player under 606K. Luda. Is it, is uh, it Hastings? It could be Hastings. Uh, let me just have a little snap. Maybe Angus. 606? No, yeah. no, mate. No way. You, you, yeah, you, you need to see something more from Angus before you buy him. Um, I think it might be. There's not a lot filling, him, filling me with confidence down here. Probably Hastings or Jazz are probably the two. The two. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, DJ, he wants to know current or who? Um, he's looking at – what's he looking at? He's already, he's already got Cleary. He's looking at Aiken, Lolo, and and Manta, DCE. Um, I'm not really sure what Aiken, he's... What it, Lolo and Man to DC. Or no, I think it's just one of those. No, he's, he says current to who and then Aiken, like Aiken, Lolo, question mark, and he's plus Man to DCE. So, I mean, the, the Man to DCE is obviously a good trade. So, I guess we're looking at yeah. current to Aiken or Lolo. So, I guess he's in the market for someone a little bit cheaper, under 700K to facilitate yeah, that man up. Yeah. No, um, I like it. I think Tamalolo for sure. Can go yeah. Tamalolo or... Josh or Jackson if the... Ju- Josh Jackson. Oh. Yeah, or even Pangai as well for the, for the yeah, same Yeah, jazz price. if you oh, want to save some money. Yeah, for sure. Um, Nick, <laughs> he says, time to yeet Burton. <laughs> yes. Yeet. Um, starting to feel the pain as a non-Cleary owner. Thoughts on Randall Burton to Cleary and someone under 315K. Um, cool. Yeah, cool is the obvious one, but he's he's obviously very highly owned if you already, you might already have him. But, I mean, outside of Cooler, who is there really? Um did you say 315? 315, yeah. I mean, this Jason Saab. <laughs> Trying to make Jason Saab a thing. I'm not happy about it, mate. Look, I'm not here telling you. I'm not advocating. I'm just telling you that he's there. Um, yeah, no, it's pretty pretty average down here. Edric Lee still there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Xavier Savage got minus three. That's rough. Yeah, he's going to be quite cheap as well. He's going to be one to watch in a couple of weeks if he can actually 
put yep. it, put something together, get that break even sorted. But yep. I mean, it's it's probably it's probably cool. Or maybe Royce Harnipy starts. Will do too well. Yeah. Oh, hang on. You said three oh seven, did you? Yeah, three oh six. Yeah. No, no three fifteen. Three fifteen. Sorry. Yeah. Three fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly enough for Will Smith if you want to take a gamble on him, but I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I think cool, cool is option number one if you don't have him. Yep. Um, Curran and Nanai for Cleary and a cheapie. I mean, sounds mm-hmm. good to me. If, yep. if you, again, see all the previous cheapies we've listed. Um, Harry, he wants to know, took the McInnes gamble last week instead of Lolo. Should I trade out McInnes this week or should I suck it up and, and see what happens? Also, Mantelolo. Mantelolo, I, I like it. You want to suck yeah, it up? Yeah, suck it up and McInnes? see what happens. Yeah. Okay. I'm not um, happy about it, Nick, though. I feel bad for you. Yeah, yeah me either. Uh, uh, if he goes bad again this week, would you sell him if he's still on the bench? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Nicholas, he wants to know Thomas to Mawale and Nanai to Talakai. Thomas to Mawale. Who's Thomas? Leo Thompson. Oh, Tom- Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Thompson to Mawale and who? Uh, Nanai to Talakai. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't mind. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, got Origin coming up. Okay. There's more injuries in that south back line. Hopefully, yep. Moali uh, gets some decent minutes soon. Yep. Uh, lad, he wants to know Burton to Hastings or Lukey. I think the answer is obvious there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Hastings. Don't buy, don't, do not buy Elam Lukey. Uh, our man James, he wants to know the best buy under 412K that isn't Kula or Tuolagi. How much? 412. Best option. That's a pretty specific number. That's probably how much he's got to spend. Uh, is it stuff tower? Oh no, surely not. No, we can't do that. Can't, can't do that. Um, Are you sure? Oh dear. I mean, it might be. <sighs> this man, we're really starved for a good cheapies, aren't we? I, I think I'd probably rather go Sawali or. All right, I'm going to ask you this question, but I'm going to ask it really quietly. Okay. Is it Zane Musgrove? <laughs> do you think they heard us? Um, Musgrove, why? Why do you say Average Musgrove? Average 40 over the last two weeks. All base stats. 40-something oh, wow. minutes starting prop. Seems to be relishing the role he's been tasked with. There was someone that asked us about Zane Musgrove is that first week he was starting and we, we poo-pooed mm. him and I think we were right yep. to do so, but he's, his role has increased mm. the past two weeks, hasn't it? Yeah. Is um is Adam Smelliot starting again? No, he's on the bench. Oh, good. I, think. Well, I, I didn't want to recommend him anyway. Are you sure? We have a look. Check that. Yeah, he's on, check he's, on, he's on the bench. He's on the bench. For now anyway, until right and sudden gets moved. Mm. Safe start starting Musgrove. again? Is no, Sarp, he's back is on the bench. Okay. Oh, yeah, nah, until he's long as back. Yep. Yeah, it might be. It what might about Suwali? What about Suwali? Yeah. Yeah. Suwali's <laughs> probably the best combination of safeness and potential to be something relevant. Mm. Same Musgrove if you're feeling frisky, though. He's actually I, done quite I, well. Oh, man, I really hate that so much. 
<laughs> no faith in it. Corey Pakes? Corey Pakes? Yeah, could go Pakes. Corey Pakes. Um, all right. John, he wants to know Curran and Burton for Tavanga and Cleary with 104K in the bank or Yo and DCE. Well, I think I'd be going Tavanga and yeah. Cleary. Yeah, I think Tavanga sure. will. I think Tavanga is going to average about the same as Yo over the next. Yeah, month. I don't think there's any guarantee that Tavanga averages less than Yo. Yep. Yep, I'd be doing that one. Um, and I think we've got one last question. If I can find it. Um, How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? All right. Question for the potty. Uh, Ross <laughs> Ross Ritchie, our man, he wants to know okay. is. Is Angus Crichton staging some sort of silent protest against Robbo? Yes. It's <laughs> a great question. What's actually that. going on with Angus? What's what's he doing? Talk to me not about much. Um, Theorize. Yeah, well, Theor- well, not much. I, I know not much, but why? <laughs> why has he completely oh. changed what he – but he's still like he's averaging 39 and a half tackles. He's not touching the ball. Yeah. No uh, no attacking stats, three missed tackles a game, under 100 metres a game. Hmm. What, what well, exactly yeah. is the plan here from Angus? Well, he had a good second half, which is sort of um, suckering me in because he, he had an awful first half. He only scored about like eight or nine points in the first half of that game, and then he scored the majority mm. of his points in that second half. He was sort of back to normal. But um, it just seems to me that... Kiri isn't taking a lot of responsibility in attack. Like he's, I said it last week that he's sort of taking a little bit of a back seat to Sam Walker at times near the try line. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, I just really love to see Kiri take a little bit more responsibility because it seems like most of the time he's touching the ball is when uh, he needs to kick on the fifth. And outside of that, he's not doing a whole lot in attack. And I think that's having a negative impact on a lot of players on that right hand side. Um, and really, it's if it wasn't for Manu just being a weapon, being allowed to roam the field, I think he'd be struggling as well. Yeah, right. Uh, you have to think at some point they're going to sort that out. But, I mean, Angus is now sub 600K and break even 50-something. Mm. Might be a straight swap for Max King in about two weeks, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy. If you'd said that at the start of the year, jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Under the Facebook questions, quickly, one and we're done. Beautiful. We've talked about recommending buying Talakai and riding his prices for two to three weeks and then jump up to a long-term gun. Broncos, Warriors, and the Raiders the next three games. Yeah. It, I mean, you'd have to average about 55 over the next three weeks to make 130K, which is, honestly, it's it's doable the way he plays. So, yeah. yeah, but that said, if I was buying him now, I'd probably want him to be a keeper. Yeah, the thing you got to remember with these trades is, is you actually need to do two. Like you need mm. to make it, – it's actually two trades. is one in and then one out if he's not a keeper. So you've got to be trading it to somebody else. And, I mean, to make 130K, he's going to be up at 800K, which is the Damien Cook, you know, or not quite that high, the Cherry Evans Munster tier of, of priced players, which is, you know – Pretty expensive, so all it takes is one thirty, and he's just price rises are just absolutely in the toilet. So, and there could definitely be a sort of some sort of disaster scenario where he gets a thirty and then goes back to the bench or something like that, and you're just absolutely kicking yourself. So, big worries. What about uh, Ryan? 
Uh, we've discussed uh, Kurt Mean and Joy Arrow. Uh, sorry, Dale. Yeah, glean from that what you need to. I think if you need to hang on to one of them. Are you of the same thing? If you have to hold one of them, you would hold Arrow this week? or um, Probably. I mean, Arrow didn't do that well either last week. Um, he got back to 64 minutes, but he didn't do very well against the Tigers. Jeez, I'd almost be tempted to hold Randall over, over Arrow the way yeah, he's going man, currently. Not Arrow. Oh man. Oh. Wait, so man and Randall, not Arrow and Randall. Man and Arrow. Man and Arrow. Oh, okay. Um yeah, hold Arrow then. Yeah. All right. The next question is Randall and Man to Cleary and three hundred K question mark <laughs> was looking at SESC for a minute, but I don't think he's long in the 17. Well, that's a good move. Now looking at Edric Lee. Yeah. Edric's we'll been going really well. Yeah. He's Edric's doing well. Like no yeah. tries in a game where they just got completely spanked and he's doing it in base stats. Mm. It's yeah. It means moving it to an Ilias Edric Lee loophole as the 17th man though. Oh man! I mean, if you could get away with that for one week, I, I don't hate it. Yeah. As long as it's the not problem a is, I'm looking thing. at the the cash generation potential in this team here, and they got the there's Harry Rushton, Viliami Volea, Leo Thompson sitting in the bench there. So the next week's going to be cash Leo Thompson down to somebody who's probably not making a lot of money, and then upgrading Ilias maybe to somebody to get somebody in your seventeen. But who are you getting at that point? I can see, like, the problem is this guy's in the top 1,000 ranks um, and doesn't have Cleary and obviously trying to get him. Um, but I wonder if maybe it's going to work out bad in the long run because all these people that are, you know, taking a bunch of cash out of their cash-generating options to get Cleary are going to find himself maybe short on funds come later in the year. But And it's just going to be a matter of whether all those teams that have made the extra half a million bucks or whatever have the, the points in them to catch up. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. I, know. I. I certainly don't want to talk anyone out of him. So I guess I'm. I guess I'm advocating it. Would you get Edric Lee or Cooler? Oh, Cooler. Cooler would be my first choice for sure. Like that 40k difference, I, I think is pretty big, and I think they'll average about the same. Yep. Cool. All right. What about uh, <laughs> best mid under 273k? Oh, I don't think God. there is one. I guess Royce Hunt, if you need one, if he starts. Yeah, if he's, assuming he he's starts. got Moali, Moiroa, or Hunt. It's definitely not Moiroa. <laughs> um, um, yeah, probably Moali or Hunt. I the problem with, if, if you're specifying you need a mid, does that mean that they're in your scoring 17? Oh, yeah. Or it's oh. just you want cover, like as yeah. your fourth mid. Yeah, I think if it if it's cover, I wouldn't be getting any of these guys because I think cover's overrated. Um, if it's like a one week or two week thing, you know, like as long as yeah. you've got three decent ones that are all green dots and under no yeah. clouds, I'd be yeah. jumping on a cooler or something like that, and then you know looking for a a mid later. If you're absolutely set on this, I think it's Moali though, because I mean Hunt, he could be starting or out as yeah. well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, is it too late for Talakai and who to sell first out of Randall Man, Nanai or Arthurs? Oh geez. Um well I think I think Nanai is number one on the eat list, followed by Man. Um how's Arthur's gone the past two weeks after we've told everyone not to get him. Oh, we told against the storm. Yeah. 
Roosters and Storm the past two weeks, but we, I mean, we told you, we told everyone not to buy him. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of at the point again now where he's going into Raiders. He's going to play round 13. Uh, he's got, you know, Rabbitohs, Dragons, Knights, which are all decent match matchups. You know, it's not yeah. nothing nightmarish attacking wise. He's going to have to play against Talakai one week. Um, but yeah, no, I probably would just hang on to him through round 13 now, Arthur's, I reckon. Yep, man and Nanai out. And what was the second part? He wanted to know who to buy. Uh, no, 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 no second part. Right. Man and Nanai out. Um, yeah. Uh, is it worth trading man to Talakai? Uh, making, trying to make some money over the next three weeks. I, I refer back to, I guess, our last answer. I, if I'm buying him now, I probably want him to be a keeper. I, I just, I don't like buying a 700K bloke to be a cash cow. So what you're saying is you believe that Talakai is a trap. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Based on the fact that we've made him our pitcher, man on our pitcher, uh, Ryan says that Talakai's a trap. Um, yeah, all right. So, yeah, so where's the line of player where you would consider making the trade? So if it was Nanai to Talakai, would you do that? Would that make you more or less likely than man? Uh, probably more same, likely. You view it the same. I think slightly more likely. Okay. Because uh, I've got questions here, same thing about Burton or Nanai to him as well. So I guess it's the same same thoughts. If you think he's a keeper, make the trade. If you don't think he's a keeper and you're worried he's going to lose his spot, maybe still make the trade, but probably not. And Ryan thinks he's a trap. And don't be surprised if he breaks his ankle in the first three minutes, seeing as we've put him on our picture this week. Um. Randall and Mann to Hastings and Tomalola or Jackson. Oh. oh, that's a good trade. Um, yeah, I like it. Who do we prefer out of Tomalola and Jackson? Uh, I think I'd go Jackson and bank the 20K. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, he's, he's, he says, oh, I should cause a great discussion. I think he's assuming me to passionately defend Tomalolo. Uh, but I was very scared about Tomalolo last week. So, you know, um, I think if you want somebody that you are 100% sure is going to score about 50 every single week, it's Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would like somebody that might score 35 or might score 85, it's Tamalolo. Yeah. See, Tamalolo is simultaneously more fun to watch but also more frustrating to watch depending Less on what he's doing in a week. Um, and Jackson is just Jackson. You don't really want to watch him make 50 tackles. <laughs> Um, I agree. Yeah. So if you want the upside, take the upside. If you want the safety, take the safety. And that's, that's up to you as a personal preference, fancy manner, which type of players you prefer. Curran and Randall for Cleary and Tass. No. Um, no. But that leaves him light on for middles this week with Haas, King and Leo Thompson. Hmm. Now, I think you should be doing like Isaiah Papali'i and Jackson Hastings or something like that. Yeah. Some sort of deal like that. Well, I think so Curran to Papali'i and Randall to Hastings would be about the same gaps or close to it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'd be looking at something like that, I reckon, personally. Yeah. If you can't get Papali'i, I'd probably just go all the way down to a Jackson Pengai, Tamalolo type 
guy and um, bank the cash because I really I think he can't go into a week with Leo Thompson as your starting back row because all that extra cash, all that extra points you're getting out of Cleary, you're losing by um, having Leo Thompson in your 17. And um, Paulo Mannenai, we've already sort of covered those. Paulo's more urgently to sell than Man, I think. Yeah, for sure, hundred um, percent. Yeah, he's just he's just a perpetual headache, Junior Paulo. I'm never doing that. He's on my shit list. He's in the never again list. Um, yep. And then Birdo and Nanai to Cleary and either Cooler, Goatley, or Saab. Well, we've we've given you that, and I reckon I prefer Cooler than Goatley. I think. Yep. Same here. Cool, and that'll do us, Ryan. Good job. Beautiful, excellent. You've answered 20, all the questions, all the questions perfectly tonight. Not a single wrong answer. Good job. Excellent. I'm sure the uh, listeners will have a different uh, opinion on whether we were right or wrong come Monday. But <laughs> yeah, oh mate, well you know, there's nothing like the, the hindsight crew, mate. Can I tell you? Oh, no. If you if you see something in a game and you get the urge to message me privately and laugh at me about something I got wrong in a one-week sample size, just sco- instead of doing that, don't do that. <laughs> so just, yeah. you know, fight, fight, the, squat, fight the urge to message me and tell me specifically how that player, that one player went that week. Like I, I, I know, I'm aware of how they went, um, you know, especially when the emotions are still raw. I had somebody message me over the week and be like, oh, man, you're having a really bad week this week. And I was like, thank you. I hadn't noticed that. <laughs> it's got the salt. They got the salt bloody shaker out and they're just grinding it into the wound. And it's, you know, oh, mate. Yeah. So, like, I'm aware. I know. I know. I know it's bad. It's not. It's not I'm not having a good time. Thanks the people are just keep me. the people are just keeping you honest, mate. Because you know you're the first yeah. to crow your wins, so they need to let you mate, know. I, it's true. It's true, and I, I, I feel I do feel bad, but I mean, like you know, it's it's all it's all it comes with the territory, and you know, it's it, part of it's you're out you're out in the public, you know, just talking, you know, predicting the future for ninety four minutes. You know, we're not going to get it all one hundred percent right, but you know. There's, there's no use getting upset when we're right or wrong. It's just it is what it is. And, you know, you, you, you know, every time you get something wrong, you've got to look at the process. So, like, you know, like like Talakai, for example, like Benji's been absolutely giving it to us about Talakai. Has he? Why? Oh, he's, oh, you know, like basically, you know, suggesting that we should have known that he was going to be an absolutely elite 100-plus scoring centre option, right? But I still maintain it's, you know, good process, bad result with stuff like that. You know, I don't like think we really. He, he could have scored poorly one week, and Ikavalu could have come in, or you know, he, you know, he could have done two weeks of you know two halves in a row of that ten points, like he did in the second half last week. You know, and, yeah. and all you can do is use the right process. So, you know, I don't think we ever really steered anyone out of Teleco either. No, we were just a bit nonchalant on him. I think that's what he was sort of saying is, is that we um, so we weren't didn't give him enough. the we didn't give him the credit he deserved. Okay, well, he's getting it now. He's getting it now. He's mm. earned it now. Yeah, yeah. Just long enough for Ryan to call him a trap earlier. No. <laughs> I'm not the one who put him on the image, mate. <laughs> I did it intentionally. I'm, I'm seeing how far I can, how far I can push things before I break them. And yeah, obviously, we've got our friend, one of our friends, Matt. Um, for those of you that don't know, Matt, 
He's uh he's famous for breaking players. And oh, yeah. um Uncooked spaghetti is his get, team name. Uncooked spaghetti, yeah. Who did he get last week? Curran. He bought Curran last week. Yeah. yeah, Curran. Yeah, he got Curran. I asked him to buy Cleary. Apparently the Cleary's so good that even Matt can't break him, which is impressive because <laughs> I said, Can you get Cleary? He said, Oh, I've already got him. So oh, he's he's not foolproof. Um and maybe Talakai will break the uh the pitcher curse this week. Uh, and, um, yeah, I'll be looking for recommendations on who to put on our picture for next week if Talakai does bomb this week because it's going to be great, great yeah. let us, uh, let us for all involved. Oh, if Talakai uh, flops this week, you've got to all let us know who you Mate, want. To flop, we'll know really quickly because he's in the first game of the round too. So if he puts up like a 27 or something like that, you know, everyone's going to be straight on the, yeah, on the curse, 100%. 100%. <laughs> That's, that is the content that I'm absolutely here for. So, yeah. Good spot to end it with. I think Ryan will uh, let you go to bed. It's finished just on 9 o'clock. It's beautiful. I'll, I'll get him up tonight so I can uh, all you guys can enjoy listening to it in the morning. But thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy your weekend of football, and um, we'll talk to you next week. Love you guys.